Hello and welcome to Special Issue, Wiley's podcast for societies about all things scholarly publishing. I'm Steffi Nightingale. So you'll know that launching open access journals is a really key strategy for remaining successful in an open access world. It's important that we make the most of opportunities to fill gaps in the publishing market so that we can meet the evolving needs of our subject communities. But launching a new title isn't easy, and it requires a lot of effort to make sure it attracts papers and grows enough to be successful. So with this in mind, we've got a case study for you today, which is about an innovative new open access journal launch. So the reason the journal is innovative is because it was launched jointly by Wiley and two societies, which are the American Society for Pharmacology and Experimental Therapeutics and the British Pharmacological Society. The journal, which is called Pharmacology Research and Perspectives, or PRMP, has been very successful thanks to the hard work and collaboration with our society partners and the editorial board as well. So we've got Michael Jarvis here, who's the editor-in-chief of PRMP, and he is going to give us an overview of the journal and how it's achieved success. So take it away, Michael. So uh, what I'd like to do is just take a few minutes to share with you um, some of the evolution of this journal and the experiences that um, uh, we've had collectively uh, publishing and growing this journal. The journal was uh, uh, begun as a fully uh, gold open access journal in 2013. This was really preceding, I think, uh, uh, the evolution of the uh, Plan S effort, uh, particularly in Europe. What is particularly interesting about this journal is it's a collaboration between the American and British Pharmacology Societies and Wiley. And to my knowledge, this is, a, uh, I think, a very unique, particularly in the field of pharmacology, but uh, in biomedical research uh, uh, writ large, that you have two uh, very different sorts of societies working together uh, to advance an open access uh, uh, journal. Uh, this, I would say, is the first foray into open access publishing for both societies. And um, with Wiley's uh, expert help, uh, we, uh, it's been a fun journey. Uh, uh, a lot of things that have uh, taken place that we're uh, particularly fond of or proud of. The journal really set out in the beginning to focus on research methodology, transparency, and reproducibility. And the basic structure of the journal was to published papers that came from uh, both societies' other journals that for whatever whatever reason weren't deemed as competitive as the uh, long-established journals in either society. And this uh, brings us to the point about uh, you know PRMP trying to find niches in subject areas. The one thing I would say is that the journal from its inception uh, had a fairly broad mandate. We published both clinical and basic pharmacology, and we have also had the opportunity and challenge to carve out new areas for ourselves. And one effort that we're particularly fond of is advancing pharmacology education. And I would tie that back to our original mandate of uh, advancing research methodology and reproducibility, because uh, as we all know, education is, is absolutely essential in that effort. The other thing that uh, folks should know is that we have a very uh, diverse and global reach, both in readership and authorship. Uh, we have uh, 
papers from investigators in academia, industry, regulatory bodies, uh, and these are really from uh, from North America, Europe, um, Asia, Japan, uh, and Africa. All right, uh, and that this will become clear um, soon. Suffice it to say that the uh, editorial board has uh, functioned in a fairly competitive manner to other well-established journals, and journal has experienced significant growth over the last few years. While we originally started out, as I said, uh, relying on papers that were transferred from either society's uh, well-established subscription-based journals, with the um, uh, acquisition of our first impact factor in two, uh, 2020, and then the increase in that impact factor in 2021 and 2022, um, we have not only uh, gained more transferred papers from our respective societies journals, but we've seen this significant, uh, massive increase, if you will, in direct submissions to the journal, which we're particularly uh, proud about. Um, uh, it convinces us that the editorial board is actually doing some, some things correctly. And one thing I would point out is that, you know, the 2022 figure, we're halfway through the year and uh, we've surpassed where we were in 2018, 2019 already. So um, uh, the journal is growing and, and uh, it means more work, but it, it convinces us that we're filling our, fulfilling our mission to, um, uh, you know, cover areas of pharmacology research that perhaps uh, either society's main journals uh, do not touch on. Part of the reason for our growth is, is uh, related to the, you know, the fact that we have an impact factor and that it's increased, but another significant uh, uh, factor in the growth of our journal are the transformational agreements that you've heard about. We have a number of these agreements, uh, as you've heard about, and they have been, um, from my perspective, very effective in uh, facilitating authors' abilities to publish in open access journals. I come from an industrial background where you know uh, payment of um, APCs for industrial pharmacologists is typically not an issue, but for academic researchers, institutional researchers, uh, particularly in underserved countries, um, uh, under-resourced countries, this can be quite an impediment. What I'm proud to say is that uh, ABC, APC charges have never been an impediment for any author who's had a paper accepted at, at uh, PRMP. And I think that's due in very large part to uh, the, you know, all these transformational agreements and pro, you know, providing access for authors to be able to publish their work. We fostered uh, publication of research by early career researchers, and uh, we've made specific efforts to cover pharmacology research in, in geographical regions across the planet. We've already published uh, special issues in, uh, for research from Asia and from South America. We have another one from um, African pharmacology researchers uh, that will come out before the end of the year. Additionally, we work with both uh, ASPET and BPS uh, Society journals to uh, publish a number of joint virtual issues in very topical areas. Uh, sex is an experimental var variable. You've heard a lot about this over the last uh, couple of years, particularly in the context of clinical trials. Obviously, the uh, um, you know, you know, pharmacological contributions to 
um, insights about the um, SARS-2 and the COVID pandemic has been particularly topical. Um, and uh, one other effort that we're working on right now is outreach into China. We see, receive a lot of papers from, um, uh, from Asia. Um, a lot of those papers are sometimes out of scope for our particular journal. And uh, we want to work with um, the Chinese Pharmacology Society and other stakeholders in China to um, in, increase the um, relevance and contributions of uh, the, uh, re biomedical research in China that actually makes it into the journal. Thank you, Michael. I think that's a really interesting case study and one that could certainly inspire similar launches in future or provide inspiration that will help journals employ successful growth strategies. It's great to hear how the refer and transfer networks were so crucial to those initial stages, which then led the journal to gain an impact factor. I think Michael's overview also emphasised just how important it is to have rapid turnaround times and to organise virtual or special issues on hot topics or in collaboration between journals as well. Funding for APCs can sometimes be a concern when launching new journals, so it's also been really reassuring to hear that this has never been a problem for PRMP and that the transformational agreements have played a key role in helping the journal to publish a diverse spread of authors. If you have any ideas or want to discuss opportunities to launch new open access titles, your Wiley Publishing contact is always available to talk this through with you. That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us next time. For Wiley, I'm Steffi Nightingale, and you can find more episodes and learn when new episodes are released by subscribing in iTunes or wherever you like to listen. You can get more news and information on society publishing from Wiley on Twitter by following us at, at Wiley in Research and on our website, wiley.com slash network slash society leaders. Our theme music was produced by Medine and this episode was edited by Dennis Velasco. Thanks for listening.